Hello everyone, Aaron Stewart coming to you very, very late from the Little Black Couch, but happy to be here. I'm gonna pull my mic in. I don't, I gotta, I guess I better make sure I always screw this up. Nope, it's pulling from this mic. So, hey everybody, Aaron Stewart from the Little Black Couch. Just wanted to jump on really quick and I'm gonna keep pumping through these questions that I got uh, previous to and during um, the Unlock the Secrets. Uh, conference that we had there in Denver last week. So let's jump right in and we'll talk really quickly. It won't be a long one. I was supposed to leave. I'm supposed to leave for home in three minutes. It's almost six o'clock. I only get six to six in here. So let's see how fast we can do this. Okay, here we Come on, where are you? There you are. Whew, my computer's uh, struggling today. I've been uh, doing a lot of stuff. So it's struggling a little bit, but thanks for joining me today uh, from the Little Black Couch. Our good friend Buddy is right over there. Yes, today we're gonna talk about keywords. They are important. I know there's a lot of folks. So I seem to get, um, I seem to get some, um, a lot of questions concerning um, SEO because uh, Solo SEO was a company that I was a part of since 2005 and was, was one of the co-founders there. And uh, hey, there's our good friend Lance is joining us. Hey Lance, thanks for joining. Um, yeah, it's keywords. Okay, so what are keywords? How do we use them? Why do we use them? Why are they important? In this modern day era, obviously from really 2005 on, SEO was really a great way to get yourselves ranked in Google so you could get a bunch of free traffic. And then Google came up with a brilliant idea that they were going to start selling ads, AdWords. And then you could, you could literally purchase you know, ads on your search engine, search engine results page. And you could use various keywords to get that done. And then if the interesting thing was, if you didn't get clicked on for a relevant search, Google would throw you off, right? So your ads just wouldn't work out. Um, and then Facebook came along, Google changed their algorithm, sort of screwed it up, made it really hard to, and, and it became so competitive. And then Facebook came out. They've done a really good job of using Facebook where you can advertise and target and do all that and, 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 and run ads but you can see Facebook sort of doing something similar to what Google did and there, there's a lot of competition coming in. So prices are gonna to continue to go up. Um, and here comes the greed, folks. We're moving into the greed portion of it. So I wanted to talk about um, keywords because people keep asking like, why, oh, SEO so out, SEO doesn't work, SEO, well, first of all, it's crap, folks. SEO still works, it's still very, very, good to be doing search engine optimization for your funnels, for your websites, um, for your Facebook Lives, for YouTube, all of it. It's still super, super important. 
especially when you consider Google and YouTube being owned by Google still utilize all the same algorithm from Google to send traffic, okay? And I know we've talked about it briefly in the past, but the one way you start doing this is using keywords. And I'm going to try to use a modern vernacular in order to tie this together, but a lot of people get confused on what keywords are. And keywords are essentially just what we type into the search engine, right? Whatever we put in there, that's considered keywords. And it doesn't matter if it's one word or two words, right? We call short tail keywords or 150 words, right? You want to get really, really detailed. It doesn't matter. They're all keywords. Okay, those are the words that we enter. Now, key, that's, that's as far as the searcher side of it, right? So keywords on our side of it, as site owners, as business owners, that's, those are the words that we use. So when the folks type it all in, they are finding our, us based on those keywords, right? And we can pay for ads or we can just have really, really good content that Google really likes. And so Google's all about delivering relevant results. So if we do a good job and we publish a lot of content, there's a, then our um, influence will just continue to spread and it becomes evergreen. And so ultimately, here's, here's the best, here's the coolest thing about making sure that your content is, so if you're publishing live like this, like I would be, I would be stupid, and I'm not saying that I'm not, but I would be silly to not have this transcribed, optimized for keywords, and we'll talk about that, and then published, whether it's on Medium, whether it's on my own blog, wherever, whether it's taking snippets out of all of that, all of this, and putting it on the different videos and social media platforms and everything. So I can get all the possible text out there, especially if it's optimized with the right keywords to make sure that when people start typing in the search engines and it still goes on like crazy, they're gonna be able to find me, okay? They're gonna be able to find my business, my site, all of that, and all of your businesses and all of your sites as well. Ultimately, the goal of SEO is to make sure that your message goes out far and wide, that it's optimized so it gets the people that are most, um, that are closest to becoming buyers and make conversions. That's it. That's the whole program of SEO. Um, SEO is, the purpose of SEO done right is to eventually get to a point where you don't have to pay for ads anymore. You don't need to and that Facebook can screw us over and ruin the algorithm and Google can continue to do what they do and make it harder and harder and more and more expensive. But we've done so much great work with our content that free traffic just keeps flowing in. So it's literally like compounding interest. It's literally like having an asset that just keeps paying you money because you've done all the work beforehand. So making sure that we do that. Okay, one of the, the way we start make sure that we're doing it right is what we call keywords. And so for everybody who looks at keywords and gets confused, I want you to think of keywords as simply, it, keywords literally are the precursor to hashtags. That's all it is. It's just a way to sort of let people know what you're talking about. All a hashtag is, is kind of giving a brief synopsis or a category or whatever you were talking about. That's all a keyword is, folks. It's just without the, right, without that on the front. Still, that's what we're using keywords for is to categorize, to help people understand what our site and what our message is about. Okay, all right. So the, so keywords aren't something that you, that you buy. They're just, they're just words that we use to make sure that we're communicating to a, a potential client who we are and what we are. 
we put them on our website or our funnel and they are key, um, keywords are essentially the foundation the basic uh, starting point of all really good search engine optimization okay so that's that's first and foremost that's the deal and I mentioned that's what we type into our search engines that's where we start um, so for an example uh, a keyword a keyword could be best best mortgage lenders for first-time buyers that's a keyword okay but it's just a variety of words or whatever that people are using in order to find an answer to any kind of a question that's a keyword okay so it used to be in the old days that we would just use like one word keywords right so instead of instead of saying um, the best mortgage lenders for first-time buyers we would just type in mortgage and there just there wasn't very many people out there and Google would give us some things to look at or whether it was excite or dogpile or any of those old folks they would just give us a things that were there and we would go and if they happened to be online we could find them that way but now because so many more sites have come on over the years we've had to we've all gotten really good at doing longer and longer and longer and longer keyword searches so we can get more and more specific and sometimes we add in local keywords Provo, Utah, for example, I would put that in any search to make sure that I could find something here. I don't want something in Philadelphia, and I definitely don't want anything from Santa Fe. Too far. Don't want to go that way. Okay, so we want to make sure that we add those keywords. And so our searches have gotten longer and longer. Well, um, that is awesome, actually, for all of us, because now we have people that know what they're looking for. And that's the cool thing about Google searches. People know what they're looking for and they know they have to be specific. So if we're able to put all our content out there and we present a message that matches up with that person and there's still hundreds of millions of new unique keyword searches every single day. So I don't think that everything's been searched for before. So all the content we push out just becomes more and more opportunities or hooks, hooks, for people to find people and bring them into our site. Okay, that's what keywords are. Multiple doors. It'd be like having a, you know, a thousand doors into your business all over the world as opposed to one door right in front of your business and that's it. So the more content we put out there, the more hooks, the more opportunities there are for people to put in their searches and find us, okay? Um, so today we would even take that search a little bit further and maybe we would say something like how much will my mortgage on a FHO, FHA loan be right because now we we're getting real specific yes we still want a mortgage mortgage but we want to know you know we want an FHA loan and we want to know what the interest is so our um, so our searches are getting more and more precise all the time which is cool as far as how the search engine market is made up it's everybody probably pretty knows it's it's still Google and Google's 80% of the market Yahoo and Bing take probably the next 20% there's still I mean that 20% of the market's still great it's still worth going over there and it can be easier to rank over there a little bit just because there's less competition but people still go to Google we call it hey I googled this I googled that right it's become a verb um, and so that's still the place you want to sort of you want to cater to them because they have most of the traffic and they make it pretty easy for us to do that I've mentioned before and I just want to make sure that we touch on it again the easiest way for us to find out really to figure out really good keywords is to go to our competitor sites sites and see what keywords they're using and there's tools to do that that's already 608 dang it okay so we're just gonna keep going 
So uh, definitely you, we want to get ranked and do well in Google and we want to get ranked and do well in Google on as, for as many possible keywords as we, as we can that are related to our business. Okay, so, so and, and the benefit obviously is, you know, sometimes on, on Google, you can pay for like $50 per click on a keyword. I mean, that's how expensive it's got for some really good keywords. But most of the folks that go to a search engine page still are not clicking on ads. And I think that that's what that people freak out about is that you think that if you go to a website, people think that if they're paying for an ad that they're gonna get all the traffic because they're taking those top spots. But we humans are hysterical in that we're like, oh yeah, you're paying for our business, I don't trust you. So we still go down and click the organic or the natural spot. We basically click anything that doesn't have ads to it. And it's still like most of the traffic, okay? So you think of uh, pay-per-click as those ads that are at the top, and then you've got search engine optimization that's down here at the bottom, and this is still getting most of the clicks. Most of the traffic is free. So kissing off SEO is not, is not wise. Uh, I mean, you can, do, you can do it if you want, but if you're really serious about having a good business, it's not a good way to go, okay? And, and so maybe you're, you're probably wondering, okay, so how, okay, Aaron, what big deal is that? Well, Google ads, right, still only get about 6% of the clicks, 6%. And right, people are still killing it up here. But you've got, right, 94% of the clicks to any given page. So if you look at traffic for certain keywords, 94% is still organic traffic going free. We humans are hysterical about that. I'm sure that that drives Google crazy that they can't get us to click on the ads more because they would just make more money. But we just refuse to. We still click on the organic ads. It's still a huge way to do very, very well. Now in the ClickFunnels community, we have got um, some limitations on SEO and some of those pages, but it's still important when we're creating our content. I, like I would recommend everybody on a landing page. I know we talk about strategy and you should make it shorter and this, that. Look folks, Put up a video, if it's a video sales letter, knock yourselves out and do a really, really good video, but definitely make sure that you've got either the, the content from that video or you have a super long sales page down that whole page because that's gonna be indexed. That's great. So don't, um, don't forget to bring in the content. I know that there's some people that say, oh, it's, you know, nobody's gonna read all that. People are gonna get frustrated. Don't care, don't care if they ever read it really don't care. You need to look at that, you know, the long page sales letter, all of that content that you're putting down in there that's relevant to what you're, you need to look at that as an investment that's helping your rankings. Forget about whether it convinces somebody to buy or not. You've already done the video, you've already done all the work, take advantage of that content, stick it down to the bottom of your sales page and get traffic in for it. All those keywords that can just come out naturally from you talking about your business, your product, your service, that needs to be contained in that page. Because uh, ClickFunnels doesn't give us a lot of places where we can be indexed. Like a lot of our offers and a lot of that text goes behind after they actually put in their information and we move them through. A lot of that isn't indexed by Google because we don't want people to get back there. It's only our front facing page where they land, our landing page. And that's where we start to make our offers. Well, that's where we've got to have all of our text so Google can index it and so we can start being ranked for all that cool stuff that we're putting up there, okay? So, 94% do not go to 
um, to paid ads. I mean, 96% go to organic, no, 94% go to organic, only 6% go to Google ads. Okay. So another concept you want to remember, and we do talk about this a lot, there's this concept of above the fold and below the fold. And you'll hear it sometimes. Essentially below the fold, it comes, it's an old television term. Um, <laughs> no, Lance, that's not the point here today. Oh dear. This is great stuff, stuff that truly makes me feel dumber in the business. No, no, Lance, that's not our point today. We're, we're all about positivity and helping people with their business. Um, but, so, okay, we're gonna keep going. Looks like my wife is texting me. Oh, I could get in big trouble, big, okay. This is for you folks. I'm risking my marriage to talk about some more stuff about keywords. Maybe this will be the last part. We'll pick up the rest tomorrow, maybe. That's probably good. Okay, the last thing I wanna talk about is above the fold and below the fold. You hear about that a lot. It's an old newspaper term. You know, the papers used to fold like this and everything on the front page, right? You'd fold out this, my hand doesn't bend that way, but you fold out this way and then you'd have your long peg. Well, everything above here got read the most, right? Because it always sat on top. That's considered above the fold. We use the same terminology. Um, we use the same terminology, but let me see, can I share, can I share a graphic, whatever? You, you knew, you, we use the same terminology in online marketing, okay? Above the fold is when your page loads, whatever the person can see right then and right there, that's considered above the fold. And that is by far the most valuable information on your entire page. We have a, a real problem with, we, we've learned a lot. We've learned that you, you know, if you had to click to get to different pages, then people stop doing that. So now we, we let, you know, we want people to scroll. So we have these huge long pages because for whatever reason, people are happy to scroll and feel like they're on the same page. As soon as you make them go to a different page, they drop off. Again, we humans are crazy, but that's just how things are right now in online marketing, okay? So we wanna make sure that we have the pages scrolled, but our most important information, like if they came to our site and were glancing to see if they wanted to work with us or not, it needs to be above the fold. So we need to have a really cool title. We need to have something, a little blurb or a comment that's gonna get their attention, um, something to, to get them to, to say, they've typed in, and just think of it this way, they've typed in something and they've hit enter, hoping that Google's gonna deliver them something cool. Now it pops up, right? If they look at it and they hate it and they click and go back to Google, Google goes, you know what? That site's not very relevant. We're gonna push the rankings down. It didn't make that client happy. So we're gonna shove them down. You don't want that. You want them to come to your site, see it and stay there for a little bit. And if they never come back to Google because they found what they wanted, Google go, aha, this is a site. Those keywords fit this site, that searcher was happy, we've done our job, Google's happy, right? So then you will start ranking higher for those kinds of keywords because you've made this searcher happy and, you've, and the searchers um, communicated that to Google by not coming back and clicking on the next thing in the search engine result page, okay? Okay, so that's above the fold. Now also, it's the same thing in Google, and that's why all the clicks go to the top portion of a Google search engine results page, at least the organic side, is because above the fold really matters. Now, um, a lot of people used to say that, um, that if you weren't, if 
a lot of people were worried. Let's put it this way. A lot of people were worried that when Google switched, they used to just do their Google ads down the side, but then Google switched and started putting a bunch of ads up the top and pushing the organic ads down. Well, the reason Google did that is they were hopeful that more and more people would click on the ads so they could charge the people that were paid for their ads and bring in a bunch of money, right? Well, um, homie, don't play that, right? I mean, we, we just, we said no. Google, we don't care if you put eight ads up there, we're gonna scroll and find the organic and we're gonna click on that 94% of the time. So do not get into this, just understand if you are going to buy Google ads, that that's fine, but please make sure that you're still doing all of this other stuff to rank higher in Google, because it is a huge benefit still, massive. I think that it's underutilized, that people have kissed SEO off and it's absolutely not going to work anymore. So we have a good question here, let's see. From So how do you get in top three? We're struggling to get out of the fourth position, can't figure it out. That's an excellent question. Okay, so Google's, Google's algorithm is one of the trickiest, it's one of the best kept secrets in the world and nobody's ever gonna figure it out. We at one time had 200,000 SEO clients that we were you know, analyzing their sites and keeping track of them. And then they were running competitive analysis on, on their competitive sites. So we had a really good, we probably were looking at over a million sites and trying to figure out Google's algorithm and how it's applied. Well, there was no way to do it. So the only way to describe Google's algorithm is that it adjusts from market to market. Because if, if it was the same across all those industries, if you took enough data, you could reverse engineer and figure out how they were doing it, and then you could game their algorithm and, and beat them at their own game, right? And Google doesn't want that. I, I don't blame them. But there's no way to figure out Google's algorithm. Okay, so the only way to do it, now that we know that that's what Google does, this is a great question, Lance. Now that we know that that's what Google does, the only thing that we can do in any particular market is go to the leaders that are above us. So in your case, Lance, we're talking those that are in the top three spots. Go look at their sites and analyze their sites to see what they are doing in their own SEO that Google seems to like better than you, okay? And chances are it's going to be their keyword, not chances. Absolutely, unequivocally, it's gonna be one of these things. They're doing more content than you. They're using keywords that are more relevant than the keywords you're using on your site. They're doing it more frequently, the content more frequently, and at, they have way more links coming in from other people to their site that gives them authority and social proof that they are awesome. Google still looks at links coming in. And so what we do is then reverse engineer what these folks are doing, and we do it more than those top three, and Google has to then put you ahead of them because they've determined that in that particular industry, this is how the algorithms are applied. So you just play their game. Okay, fine. If these three people, these three sites are ahead of me, I'm gonna go analyze what they're doing. I'm going to not only do what they're doing, I'm going to do more of everything they're doing. And that's the really only way to kind of leapfrog and go over those top folks. Especially if you've been doing a lot, and you do a lot of lives, Lance, which is awesome. But if you had those transcribed, optimized, and were put on, like a, on your blog and, and continue to do that, you, you would think that eventually you could overtake them. That's not necessarily the case because Google might, might decide that blogs aren't very important in your, in your industry. And if that's the case, then we need to figure out what those three sites are doing differently than yours so we can get you to leapfrog and get up the search engine results page.
Okay, so hopefully that helps there. That's, the, that's really the only way to do it anymore is um, because Google applies it so differently in every different industry. Okay, I'm into this thing now, what, 23 minutes? I, said, I, th I thought it was gonna be less than 10. Okay, so I'm gonna shut it down right now and go home and beg for forgiveness from my lovely wife. May she not throw me out, although fortunately the weather's still comfortable so I could sleep outside and be probably okay, just in a lawn somewhere. But until next time, Aaron Stewart from The Little Black Couch, thank you for being an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs change the world. They get out there and solve problems that nobody else can solve. And we are going to direct to consumers now, which I think is, uh, it's been a tough transition for me, but it's really beautiful to be able to get in front of people and get things done. So yes, reviews help. Absolutely, Lance, reviews help. Each industry is different, but if you've got, your competitors have more reviews than you do, then that could definitely help. That could be one of the issues there. Um, but there's definitely ways to compound that. There's strategies to get people to give you reviews. And we can talk about that in another show. How does that? Does that work? Does that sound good? So until next time, Aaron Stewart from The Little Black Couch, running home. Um, I might need your help with my wife. We'll see. No, she's awesome. She loves me. to really thank you so much for joining me on your entrepreneurship journey. If there's anything you learned today or if there is a topic you would like me to discuss in the future, I would really love to hear from you. I do have a favor to ask. Would you please subscribe to our podcast or Facebook page and please like, share, and use the hashtag TheLittleBlackCouch. It would really help get this message out and hopefully help more people like us. Now let's get out and change the world together.